Our daughter Jessie loves playing detective. A clue. But since we discovered she has sensitive skin, we've been playing detective too. We thought the problem was our puppy. But it was actually our old detergent. Aha. Uh-huh. So we switched to Tide Free and Gentle. Tide cleans better than the leading competitive free detergent and it doesn't leave behind irritating residues. Plus, Tide Free and Gentle has no dyes or perfumes, so it's gentle on her skin. Case closed. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Free and Gentle. F-A-N, the fan. Good evening. Welcome to Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Vikings Rewind is presented by Omni Viking Lakes. And you can book your stay today. Just go to omnihotels.com slash Viking Lakes. I'm Nordo from 9 to noon, always recapping the Vikings game from the previous day. And in this case, it was a border battle and it was a victory. The Vikings win 24-10. Over the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field, improving to four and four. The Vikings have now won three in a row. The Vikings are now currently a playoff team. Believe it or not, after starting 0-3 and, and all the negative things, turnovers, porous defense, they're running for a mile, then they're throwing for a mile on this defense. So many things have changed over the last five weeks as after starting 0-3, the Vikings have gone four and one as they uh, end October and jump into November Falcons next weekend in Atlanta. But the news of yesterday, the news of today, and really the news moving forward with this team is the injury to Kirk Cousins. You saw him limping off the field, then you would hear reports for the remainder of the day into the evening. Kirk Cousins, his season is over. He has an Achilles injury, potentially a torn Achilles. There will be an MRI on Monday morning just to confirm, but that's what all of the insiders were saying yesterday. And unfortunately, it was confirmed today. So Kirk's done for 2023. And the team sent out an official release. Head coach Kevin O'Connell spoke at length with the media earlier this afternoon. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play that whole thing back for you next segment. So you'll get to hear what the head coach had to say, not only in relation to Kirk and the immediate, the moment, the the injury itself, but what about Jaron Hall? This rookie BYU kid, is he the answer just for this next game against Atlanta? Is he the answer six weeks from now? Maybe there are calls, not maybe, there definitely are calls and text messages and conversations being had about players throughout the league. Maybe some guys getting off the couch and maybe being an answer. It's a significant problem that requires uh, really a lot of work to be done in a very short period of time as the trade deadline is tomorrow afternoon. So, so many things to be figured out with this team who, in very bittersweet ways, goes to Lambeau handles a team that just is having so many problems right now in the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love having immense issues as he gets acclimated to being the starter of that operation. Can't run the ball. There are injuries, a ton of penalties yesterday in particular. 11 penalties for 99 yards. That's helping nobody. And you go there and you you handle business the way that you did. You dominate that team, but you lose by way of Kirk Cousins' limping off the field as he did yesterday. So a lot of that stuff's going to you get some get some thoughts from the head coach next segment. Uh, but so many good things to go over from that game. Now, in typical rewind fashion, not necessarily going to go play by play. The team wins 24-10. Uh, I, I will play a few highlights for you, just some things to be excited about with this team amidst all of the, the, the dark cloud hanging over us with Kirk's injury. But, you know, I will say things like this, like, Hey, we, we we got a rushing touchdown yesterday. Matt LaFleur implores the quiet Rambo crowd to get loud. Hand up. Back to Akers. Up the middle across the five. To the goal line. Touchdown! 
Rodgers with his first touchdown wearing purple and gold. And the first rushing touchdown of the season for the Minnesota Vikings is a six-yard production, and Minnesota leads 6-0. Suddenly, the Vikings are scoring points in the first quarters of games again. Love that. Now, I don't love the two yards per carry and the 62 total rushing yards. That's not good. But albeit eight games into the season, finally getting a rushing touchdown, some thought it would never happen. Now the defense. How about the defense being feistier and more dominant, it seems, each week? On second down, Love with an empty backfield. He's about to be hit, and he is sacked! D.J. Wanham! D.J. wanted him, and D.J. got him. He now has three sacks this season. It's third and 17. Jordan Love just didn't have a chance yesterday. He was bouncing balls in the dirt. He was running for his life, under fire for most of it. The penalties weren't helping. A lot of third third and longs are part of that story as well. But but getting after him, D.J. Wanham's been on a tear for a month. Daniil Hunter, he had his 10th sack of the season yesterday, so he continues uh, that high-profile, splashy run that he's on in 2020. And when you're getting after the QB and you're forcing him into bad decisions, well, he's going to turn the ball over. Takes the Meyer snap. Minnesota rushes three. Love straight drop. Fires at center of the field and intercepted. It was picked off in front of Jaden Reed. Here comes Josh Metellus to the 50 to the 40. Far side to the 35. Leaps over a Packer at the 25. He's Josh Metellus. Massive play by Metellus. And now for the third consecutive game, the Vikings turn a takeaway into a touchdown. First and 10 from the Green Bay 20. Cousins is going to loop one right. Caught. Touchdown! Jordan Addison with his seventh National Football League touchdown. That gives Minnesota a 23-3 lead. And for Jordan, that touchdown means he has the most in the history of the Minnesota Vikings through the first eight games. Moments like that, you look back on that game and you're thinking, wow, Jordan Addison and those touchdowns that just continue to come in waves. And T.J. Hawkinson, great day for him, 88 yards and a score. K.J. Osborne, like a warrior out there with his 99 yards receiving eight catches on 10 targets. So many positive things that you can look back on from yesterday. Unfortunately, in the end, this is what comes to mind for everyone. Cousins goes out of the shotgun on third and 19 from the Green Bay 22. DJ Hawkinson in motion to the left. Kirk facing a three-man rush, and he sacked on back-to-back plays. That time it was Kenny Clark. Really? Kirk kind of stumbled or ambled. Now, Kirk's limping off the field, by the way. Kirk uh, looks like he messed up his right ankle. So the Vikings dominate and win the game 24-10 over the Packers in a border battle, but in some ways have lost now given the injury to Kirk Cousins. Uh, Before I go to break, there is a Friday feast. The season continues, everybody. And you can join PA and Charge in Elk River at Buffalo Wild Wings this Friday 9 to noon for the football feast. It's presented by Coors Light, food and drink specials, and a chance to win Vikings tickets and more. Go to vikings.com slash BWW for a full schedule and details. In relation to Kirk, you're going to hear from the head coach. Kevin O'Connell spoke to the media earlier today. I'll play most of that back for you next. It's Vikings Rewind, brought to you by Omni Viking Lakes on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Vikings Rewind presented by Omni Viking Lakes and put this on your calendars for tomorrow. You can join our guy Mike Musman along with Vikings great Chuck Foreman for Vikings Country tomorrow night. It's a Halloween edition of Vikings Country at the Saloon in Waconia and it's presented by Miller Lite. 
You can win great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge, a U.S. Bank Stadium. Go to vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. Last segment, you heard some highlights from the border battle. A victory that we keep kind of trying to remind ourselves. 24-10, Vikings improved to 4-4. Four and four, But the A topic with this team right now, of course, is, is Kirk Cousins. The Achilles injury, his season is over. Head coach Kevin O'Connell addressed the media earlier today. Let's listen. did uh, learn that Kirk suffered an Achilles tendon tear. Um, yesterday at uh, up at Lambeau Field, um, we're you know in the process of determining uh, kind of the next steps and timeline. Um, you know whatever what's in the best interest for Kirk and allowing that process to play out so we can make sure he gets the best possible medical uh, care uh, that he can. You know me personally, our whole team, our whole organization, we're all you know hurting um, this morning uh, for Kirk just knowing um, just how much he's invested uh, into this team and and from a standpoint of his leadership and 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 what he's you know meant to every single guy in that locker room and really what he's meant to me since my you know my arrival here um, you know last year and uh, we're gonna miss him there's no doubt about it we're gonna miss him um, but uh, you know, I, I, my expectations are, and, and I, I've, in my dialogue, briefly with Kirk, you know, since yesterday, um, he has every intent of still being a major, major part of our leadership, a, a part of the quarterback room, a part of our offense, you know, a part of our plans um, each week schematically like he's been um, right there every step of the way. And uh, quite honestly, I don't expect anything less from Kirk being the man and the leader um, that he is. Uh, regardless of the circumstances, as tough of a break with the momentum we have as a team right now, you know, we're, we have to move forward. Nobody feels sorry for anybody in this league, um, and, and we know that. Uh, I know that, and I, I, I know for one thing, I owe it to every player um, and coach and really every person in this building. Uh, they're going to get my best every single day, and we're going to move forward um, in the same uh, kind of attack mode we are, going out and trying to get a win each and every week um, and uh, continue to position ourselves uh, to to uh, you know continue the pursuit of playing more games at the end of this season and getting the opportunity to compete um, until there are no opportunities uh, left. I thought yesterday was encouraging. Uh, we wake up today two and zero in the NFC North, uh, having won four out of our last five after what was a very difficult start to our season. Um, really have challenged the team uh, throughout. Uh, my messaging throughout this, uh, you know, this stretch of uh, 2023 that, you know, that adversity has, has really been a breeding ground for tremendous, tremendous growth uh, within our organization um, that I think will help us uh, for many, many opportunities to come. Um, but more importantly, uh, it, it will provide us some of the tools, maybe not uh, to the extent uh, that, it's, that, that it will be coming off of losing our starting quarterback, but um, it will definitely be something that we'll all need to just do a little bit more. Uh, it will all need to be just a little bit better, and I know there's a thousand ways that I could do that for this team, and I will. So I'll open it up to you guys. Kevin, what are your plans short-term, at least for this week at quarterback? Yeah, we're still working through that, Kevin. Um, you know, I uh, I did want to see Jaron go in the game and, and, and function. A lot of the feedback that I got from the guys in the huddle was he was outstanding, calling plays, uh, cadence, snap counts, you know, center quarterback exchange. Those are all things that go through your mind. Um, and really knowing kind of uh, our, our staff did a really nice job of kind of keeping me uh, updated uh, probably long before anybody else 
else on our sideline really knew what was going on. Um, so I was, you know, really using some of those opportunities uh, to show Jaron my confidence in him, but also uh, give him some opportunities to play quarterback and, and, and uh, you know, convert a big third down there, uh, get out of the pocket a couple times on some keepers and, and, and really just kind of start, you know, giving him an opportunity when really all he's done is scout team reps up until this point throughout the season, and he's done a fantastic job getting our defense ready every single week for a lot of different offenses. Um, and I credit Chris and Grant for having him ready to go. Uh, there wasn't one blink uh, that I that I felt or any kind of hes hesitation on his part. Um, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll continue Jaron's process of getting him ready to go. Um, each and every week, if he ends up being the guy, I know a lot of guy. Every guy on our roster has confidence in Jaron. Um, we're still working through some things. What that may look like to, to potentially add uh, another player here. Uh, you know, knowing that Nick is also gonna, you know, still be out at least, you know, by the rules another week, and and we'll see where he's at um, when that timetable starts. So bringing somebody else in like at a level that they could play right away or soon. Uh, I think you wouldn't want to. You know, you wouldn't want to say yes or no to that. I think it's all based upon what we feel gives us the best opportunity to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a challenge. Um, really talented team um, on defense. They play incredibly fast. You know, I have a lot of respect for Arthur and his staff. Uh, Ryan Nielsen's a guy I got to know last offseason really well. Um, think the world of him. And, uh, you know, so we're just going to have to make the best decision based upon, you know, the days of preparation we have and what that picture looks like uh, will be determined throughout the week. Kevin, Can you teach a guy quickly you to, to run the offense? I, you know, they, they did. They want, I, you can look up the Josh Freeman tape, but one year they went out and got him, you know, on the fly. Is it, is it, how hard is it to teach even a veteran a new system? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've, we've really, you know, what we've done offensively here uh, since we first arrived, um, I mean, even somebody that played previously um, here, uh, you know, in, a, in last year's training camp, um, it's it's different. It's it's evolved. It's constantly evolving. Uh, Kirk has quite honestly given me the opportunity, uh, you know, to to coach him hard. But we've kind of done it together in a way where the evolution of this offense is really kind of morphed, you know, in different directions based upon, you know, the last few weeks with JJ out or uh, previously adding TJ middle of the season or you know whatever it's been. Um, so I I think it is a challenge. But uh, you know that's our job as coaches. Is regardless of when a player arrives um, or if it's a player's rookie year, um, whatever the timetables you'd love to be able to be comfortable with. Very rarely do you get that gift mid-season in the NFL. So that's that's our jobs, and, and I'm going to take it as my personal responsibility to make sure whoever goes out there to play quarterback for us is prepared and ready. Kevin, as you're looking for options, how far and wide do you look? Is this guys that you know that have played in a similar system, guys that play in the league, you think about talking guys out of retirement, how far do you cast the net? Yeah, I, you know, you, you know, you wouldn't believe kind of some of the things on my cell phone I've received here in the last 24 hours, you know, less than 24 hours. Uh, but uh, those di that dialogue, it's, it's what's going to be best for um, our ability to win football games, but also knowing um, we've been living in a world where we want to be as competitive as possible right now while also understanding what we're building, hopefully for the future at the same time. And doing that, uh, just trying to make sure the football 
and what we do between what flows done defensively, uh, what we do offensively, you know, is as as top of the line as we can possibly make it for our guys, and then um, constantly be evaluating what's best for our team uh, moving forward. And, and moving forward means the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. So uh, it's been an interesting, uh, you know, kind of period here since you know about two thirty yesterday, two o'clock yesterday at Lambeau, um, and we'll, we'll continue to work through that. Kevin, how important is synergy with Quasi at a time like this? Yeah, it's, you know, we we have constant dialogue, communication, and um, trade deadline, and everything that's going on. We're uh, there is probably no, you know, more, you know, direct communication outside of, uh, you know, us getting, um, you know, uh, you know, just an open mic between his office and mine. It, it might come in handy uh, here, uh, but uh, I, I think I feel very, very comfortable with our dialogue. You know, my ability to, you know, express football-wise, you know, where I think we're at, where I think we're going. And then um, I think the important job for me as the head coach is to, uh, you know, be open-minded to, you know, that dialogue and, and Quasi and his staff. And as we work towards what we think, you know, is the right possible thing for us, you know, really across the board for our whole team. Um, and that will continue to be ongoing and, quite frankly, feel very comfortable with that process. Have you spoken to Kirk this morning, um, and, and what did he say? Like, how do you talk to him as a person on that level? Yeah, I, you know, I, I have, and, and uh, just more so, you know, as a friend and as somebody that I, I've become really close with him. Um, it's more so about being in support mode for him right now. Um, that's maybe getting him connected with, with, with uh, you know, some people that might be able to at least give him some advice, uh, players that have gone through it, maybe currently going through it, things like that. Um, that will allow him to have, you know, the best possible mindset that uh, I don't worry about one bit because he was already, you know, discussing timelines and, and when he'll be ready to go and, and all those things. Uh, Kirk Cousins loves playing this game. He loves, uh, you know, he takes a lot of pride in playing this game and being as durable as he's been throughout his career. So this is going to be new for him, um, and that's what my job ultimately is for you know every player on our roster, regardless of whether they're you know it's the same for JJ throughout this time. It's the same for Marcus Davenport um, throughout some of the other players that we've either put on IR. Uh, have been lost for the season since we've been here. Um, I view that as a huge part of my job, the support and them understanding it's more than just, um, you know, what can you do for us now? It's more, what can I do for you guys as you go throughout this process and feel kind of the most comfortable you can feel in a time when it's very, very hard to do that. And I do think that's very important, no matter the energy or time that takes for me to do that. You talk about the growth that you've seen like, come from that rocky start. Near the whole organization. What's yeah. some examples of that? Yeah, I think the you know you guys have heard me use the response word uh, many many times uh, over these last few weeks. There's example after example of our team. Uh, all the response is 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 picking each other up and finding a way to make the next play, regardless of if you had anything to do with the previous outcome, good or bad. Um, finding a way to go out there and, and, and make, make the play that could set the momentum in our favor um, for the rest of the day, for a two- or three-week stretch, whatever it is. Um, but I think we've learned to deal with those things together, um, looking inward, and, and whether it's the defense picking up the offense after a, you know, after a turnover or the, t the defense does turn the football over Josh Metellus yesterday and then the offense goes out and scores on the next play, um, just maximizing our ability uh, to play as one.
the Minnesota Vikings, regardless of circumstance, play as one in a way that we become very difficult uh, to compete for four quarters against uh, by the things we're doing on the field, the talented players we do have, and the fact that collectively it's going to feel like you're playing against a team uh, in its purest, purest form uh, for three and a half hours on a Sunday. Brian O'Neill talked yesterday, when things have gotten tough for this team, it's brought in the best out of you guys. Yeah. How much of that starts with Kirk and you know, how, where does it come from now? Yeah, I think Kirk had you know, a lot to do with it. Um, I think all of our captains, all of our leaders, you know, our leadership extends well beyond our eight captains. And you know, I'd like to think the coaching staff uh, plays a role in that as well. But um, you know, there is going to be a void of on-field leadership when you lose a guy like Kirk Cousins. Um, it's, just a, it's just a fact. Um, ignoring that would be naive by me, um, but there's also opportunity. Just any adversity in life, uh, regardless of whether you're playing, playing a game or uh, it's away from this building, I want our players to always look at adversity uh, as an opportunity for growth. And um, it's easier said than done quite honestly, and that's when you have to have a culture of guys that are collectively doing things together. There's, there's never finger pointing, there's never blame, uh, deflection of criticism and all that. Um, you know, absorb, um, you know, compartmentalize what you can, process what you can, and then we got to move forward um, because, like I said, nobody's going to feel sorry for us in any capacity. Scott, well, how do you change the offense in the last, in, without yeah. Kirk, how do you have to change the offense just to to have a quarterback maybe that's not doing quite as much at the line of scrimmage or yeah I, I think that it's going to be a natural thing for us to 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 basically you know be aware it's just about having awareness and understanding uh communicating with whoever's playing and then ultimately making the decisions that i think are best for our for our offense as far as uh you know you can do a lot of things you can get carried away sometimes with scheme and we've seen some great examples of that being very beneficial down to the last little detail that we expressed to our players and then we've seen uh, just some playmaking ability as well of understanding never underestimate the power of just putting the ball in play uh, making good decisions progressing in rhythm and allowing you know the core philosophies and, and kind of what we've built this offense around really through the quarterback by the quarterback and and to help the quarterback um, in a lot of ways I think those principles have to stay true even if you've got to take a couple steps back um, and I think through that process of doing so you know where you might be in four or five weeks from a growth standpoint might be more beneficial than anything um, and then you look back on it and say did we really change all that much uh, or did we just once again morph and and kind of figure Figure out the best way to collectively move forward. Uh, so I think it's going to be a lot of that. Uh, I'm quite honestly, uh, you know, this is going to be a challenge, Ben, but uh, it's one that uh, I believe this is why we're here to help uh, navigate, you know, through tough times and, and ultimately challenge, uh, develop, um, encourage, and then uh, have confidence that, that what we ultimately do when that ball gets kicked off. Uh, our guys can go play fast and, and have a lot of confidence to, to go do some good things. That's Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell addressing the media earlier today, and it wraps up Vikings Rewind, which is presented by Omni Viking Lakes. And Omni Viking Lakes, by the way, it's a tremendous hotel, and it's just steps from the Vikings headquarters and training facility. Learn more, check it out, and book now. Just go to omnihotels.com slash Viking Lakes. Next up for the 4-4 four and four Vikings, the Atlanta Falcons. And whoever is playing quarterback for the Purple this weekend, we got it for you right here on your home for Vikings football, the fan. I'm Nordo. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome Monday night. 
What's that sound? That's the sound of Downy Unstoppable scent beads going into your washing machine and giving your clothes freshness that lasts all day long. There it is again. It's like music to your ears or more like music to your nose. That freshness is irresistible. Let's get a Downy Unstoppable bottle shake. And now a sniff solo. Nice. Get six times longer lasting freshness plus odor protection with Downy Unstoppable's in-wash scent beads.